Hello, this is Kevin Lang with Town Bank. As a proud graduate of EBA, I know talent gets you on the field, but it's attitude and effort that keeps you there. That's how we play at Town Bank. Local bankers, local decisions, team players. It's what you can count on from Town Bank. Serving others and enriching lives. Town Bank is a proud supporter of UVA Sports. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. It's your number one online source as a Virginia fan. TheSaber.com gives you the best access to Virginia football. Throws down the middle of the field. It's caught. Keon Johnson reaches Men's it. basketball. Cavaliers having to face the noise. Parentes fires from three and hits another dagger. And recruiting. You know, with UVA, I know he made a visit to, to Charlottesville last month. Plus, don't forget about the informative articles and, of course, the message boards. The online source for the serious Wahoo fan. TheSaber.com. Finding a reputable law firm can be a daunting task, especially in the midst of a crisis. But Jeff McDonald and Associates is here to help. Jeff McDonald Associates is a personal injury and workers' comp law firm based in Virginia. For over 25 years, our team has been helping injury victims get the compensation they need after a serious accident disrupts their life. Injured? Don't wait. Just call the Yates. 804 888 8888. Do you suffer from allergies? Are you tired of feeling tired? Are you getting sinus infection after sinus infection? You may even have eczema or asthma. Come to Richmond Allergy and Asthma Specialists and find out what's causing your symptoms. Remember, if you're trying to put out a fire, stop pouring gas on it. Come to Richmond Allergy and Asthma Specialists today. You can find us at richmondallergy.com. Maxwell Associates is a full-service accounting and business advisory firm with a large focus on business sales for Main Street and lower middle market businesses. With three offices in Richmond and a team of CPAs and enrolled agents, Maxwell & Associates offers tax prep services, bookkeeping, payroll services, along with full-service business brokerage offerings, including succession and growth planning, mergers and acquisitions, and post-business sale consulting. Call 804-200-8442 to speak to Jim. Canal Capital Management is a fully integrated wealth planning firm whose singular focus is on growing and in protecting the wealth of their clients. Canal's unique approach provides an array of services, including investment management, tax and financial planning, real estate management, business consulting, and family office services. Canal Capital Management and former UVA kicker Noah Greenbaum are proud supporters of Who's Talking. Canal was built for a single purpose, to provide clients with a simple, understandable process to grow, protect, and eventually transfer their wealth. Invictus Sales and Marketing is the fastest growing electrical sales agency in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Led by former Wahoo Paul Collins, Class of 90, and his partner Pete Houston, in Invictus is your go-to for any of your electrical needs. From residential to commercial and industrial, Invictus can help you pick out what you need and get it when you need it. Invictus is derived from the Latin word Invicta, meaning undefeated. All of the lighting upgrades across Scott Stadium and the Pergolo lighting are represented by Invictus Sales and Marketing. The future of Virginia football is very bright. At Kelleher, we've been serving the metro Richmond area for over 50 years. We specialize in train heating and cooling products. In addition to serving all your heating, cooling, plumbing, electrical, generator, and heating oil needs. With the fourth generation now in the business, Kelleher's team has the depth you can bet on for years to come. It's hard to stop a train, and it's hard to stop the Kelleher team. Orange and blue, serving you since 1968. 
This is Who's Talking on the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan, now at 105.1 FM. Diehard Wahoo Frank Maloney and former UVA basketball standout Jim Hobbo Hobgood break down the Cavaliers each week in a way that only Frank and Hobbo can provide. Brought to you by Ortho, Virginia, Town Bank of Richmond, TGI Fridays, Clinical Research Partners, Richmond Allergy and Asthma, and Oaklea Press. Welcome, welcome. Happy Monday. Well, well, it's Monday afternoon. We've been to uh, Greensboro and back. We survived. We won two out of three. And that's not too bad, Hobbo. It's good to be a finalist. Uh, the only the only time two out of three is not good would you, when you win the first two, because then you get greedy and you want to win three out of three. No, you want and, you uh, want it. You, you, you would, it's always nice to get a little extra hardware. You too. want you it. Know, but, we came back without the trophy, but by now I was a little. I, you know, I go through the normal emotional process: first denial, then anger, and then I. I, I get over it and now Wait I'm thinking about the coming week. Did Meatloaf make a lot of money at two out of three ain't bad? Or yeah. like Come on. <laughs> All right, we've got our good friend. I wish we could shoot two out of three, then we'd be happy. All right, we got our good friend Terry Gates in studio with us tonight, and later in the show we have Chris Wright of the Sabre, and prior to that we will have Dr. Jody Smith to talk about Ben Vanderplaw's broken hand, uh, as well as Peyton Cormier's boot that he had on his, his uh foot and did not play against Hopkins and he didn't play against Towson but if Virginia is going to be the dominant team and beat Maryland this coming Saturday uh, in Klockner they need Peyton Cormier back anyhow um, I, on the on the one hand Virginia beat their oldest rival North Carolina and anytime you can beat North Carolina in the ACC tournament you've done something Virginia's only done it five times in history. And had never done it before in Greensboro. So that was the first win yep. over Carolina and Greensboro. You know, interesting thing, and I didn't realize this until I looked a few minutes ago, both Duke and Carolina scored 24 points in the first half and 35 in the second half. We beat Carolina, but we scored 19 more points against them than we did against Duke. So it really wasn't the defense that was the problem. It was the offense against yeah, Virginia, Duke. Yeah, Virginia played good, scrappy, hard-nosed uh, Tony Bennett style defense all three games. See, we're going to ask Terry that. See, if you'd have told me before the Duke game that Duke was going to score fifty nine points, I, I would have felt pretty good about our chances to win. Oh, no question, no question. I mean, it, it all comes down to a matter of you got to be able to score. And we, you know, when you look at the the stats and you look at what Kihei and and, and uh, you know going went oh from one from nine from the field and then Amon Franklin two for eight. They're not beating many teams when those two go three for 17. No, the, the first first half statistics, uh, they shot 27% from the field, 14 from three, and 50% from the free throw line. That, that's not going to win very many games. And the other, the other thing about Kihei, which disappointed me a little bit, Roach actually beat him off the dribble a few times. I'm not used to seeing Kihei get beat defensively like you that. You know, I, I think those two – have an understanding with each other. I think they, oh, they, don't, they don't. I'll let you go if you let me go. No, 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 no. <laughs> I think it's every man for himself, and it's 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 nice to see when Kihei came back this year what he has done over the years. But he has these relationships with these other guards, and they they all try to light each other up. And it, unfortunately, that was not Kihei's evening. No, well, but I, I would expect he's going to bounce back big this uh, Thursday and hopefully Saturday when Who's uh, play again. Well, how about you always talk about matchups? You almost always talk about matchups. 
The two positions Virginia had a hard time with, they had a hard time matching up with Filipowski, and they, they, they didn't match up with Roach at all. Roach, I felt like he could go anytime he wanted to and, and go get the shot. But that's another question. Terry, why, don't, why didn't uh, Beekman guard Roach most of the time? It seemed like Kihei was assigned to Roach. You know, well, if, if you saw that one dunk attempt in the first half, I'm not so sure if Reese was 100% yeah, after that. I mean, it took him a while well, to, to get back into – but I think that's what the matchup was going to be. And, you know, the, to have two players score, what, 43 of those 58, right. 59 points, excuse me, it just wasn't and, – and, and Roach didn't get all those on, on Kihei. I mean, they passed the ball around, they moved it, and they found him on some of those op, open threes and – Give Duke a lot of credit. I mean, I th- I think Virginia's defense was very was, was I thought they was played well. Good. The defense for all three games was good. Uh, and and to give Duke the credit, they're clearly better now than they were earlier in the season. Those first year guys have really developed. No question, and they're healthier. I mean, yeah. they, they had some kids that weren't playing. Yeah, the know, Whitehead it, kid being able to play makes yeah, a big difference. And, 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 you know, you know that is a team that they get two more games under the belt. And no, no one seed's going to want to play him. No, I mean, I, it was interesting <laughs> as know. I was watching uh, Bracketology last night, uh, all the ESPN talking heads, uh, I think all of them had Duke in the Final Four, yeah. which is interesting. But. Well, I mean, they're on it. They're, at this time of year, either you're getting better or you're getting worse. They're obviously getting better. We were the last team to beat them in, uh, you know, overtime. And if I'm the coach at Duke and I'm saying, you know, we just – Got into overtime with Virginia, who played very well. So that was a learning experience, and there's, you know you can't say losses are good, but that wasn't. That's not one to for Duke yeah. in Charlottesville in February to hang their to you know Vander Vanderplas being out uh, has allowed Shedrick to get back in the rotation. Uh, what are your feelings about that? Good news, bad news. I, I personally, I don't want to disband at all, but I think his twenty three, twenty four minutes partitioning that. Those minutes out, I think Cafaro, his five minutes in the you know start the game and four minutes to start the second half. I think that's been a positive. I just think from the team chemistry, they look they were smiling against Clemson that second half. Those guys were having fun. How often have you seen that in the last month where they're kind of goofing around and they're enjoying themselves and it's not all serious? But I also got Ryan. He got done some an extra minutes too, right. so he got him off the bench for some games he didn't. And of course, uh, Shedrick, that was huge. And I, I think for Virginia to you know to get to the level we hoped they could get to this year, I think you have to have Shedrick on the floor, protecting the rim, taking bounce passes or lobs and dunking the ball, and you know getting eight points and eight rebounds and a couple blocks. You know, the I think, thing I like about him, he. He doesn't take shots that he shouldn't take, and he also makes free throws, which on this team is a plus. You know, we yeah, have some guys that can't you know, make free throws. Kefro is a good free throw shooter. Not bad, not bad. But you raise a good point. You know, uh, with this transfer portal, with guys coming and going, not so much at Virginia, but a lot of other places. Uh, how does that affect team chemistry, in your opinion? I think, I th- I think Ben worked in well. But then when you know when you get into February and you start taking minutes away and you're not playing the ninth guy so much, which was Shedrick at Caden Shedrick at this point, and then Cafaro didn't get in, and you know it, it. I just think that those 24 minutes went to some guys that that just kind of bounced into their lap, and then Caden going, "How do I get back on the floor?" Because he didn't play for two games. Well, right. that's how you get back on the floor. Not that he wishes that on Ben, 
But also, I, I think Vanderplas, I, if you looked at him, he was holding his back. He looked stiff. He came, he, a couple times he'd come up, you know, off the floor and just didn't look like the player he would. Look like he was hurting. He was hurting. And I, and I don't think some of these guys can play at that level if they're 90%. Because he's guarding the center. His his three-point shooting had not gotten – it had gotten worse. And right. He, 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 he had streaks there. He was very good. But – he would take some of those three-point shots with, you know, four or five, you know, six, eight seconds to go when they're, like, short left or wide right. And yeah, he, he was missing free throws. And he, yeah. for a reasonably good shooter, he should have been better at the free throw line. So it does make you suspect but, that the back was causing problems. Yeah, but if you, you go back to that Duke game, you think Franklin missed two free throws in the first half. You think Dunn missed a dunk. Shedrick missed a dunk. If you just have a few of those things go the other direction, uh, the one time where um, the loose ball on the floor and they get it inside, Duke gets it, and you know they played well enough. Virginia did where they just had to make a few more. It, it was like three more plays. Yeah, and there was a moment in the second half where I can't remember. We, we might have been down six, and we got the ball back uh, off a stop, and Kihei had a uh, wide open three on that hurried fast uh, break. And yeah. I was thinking, but if he makes that there, you you don't know because all of a sudden, you know, Duke might get a little nervous if it got down to three or four well, point margin. I get it. Your fifth year, I get it. You're the captain. He was open, but he hadn't made a basket yet either. So he made a layup and he made four free throws. So it was one of those things where give Duke a lot of credit. Duke, Duke like I said, Duke. I, I, you know, I have to look at the bracket who they're playing, but who, they Oral get Roberts. To, well, they get up to Purdue, right? So they'll eventually get up there, I believe. So that that's going to be. A, I don't think Purdue wants to play them because because you've got. Three seven footers on Duke that play Stone and 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 Lively and and Lepowski? I don't. Yeah, I don't okay. think Tennessee is not advancing in that bracket. I think Tennessee struggled of late for whatever reason. Well, they didn't have an injury or something. There's there's something going on there. Yeah, it might right. be. I'm not uh, sure. I'm but, just saying. I I think of the the ACC got dissed pretty pretty harshly in 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 in, in these you know in in the seedings, but I don't think anyone if Virginia. They get past the first 15 minutes with Furman, and they win. I don't think anyone wants to play him. No, and I, I think the, yeah, the key really to Virginia don't. is, and I, I've said, you know, in the ACC, everybody knows your secrets, so you don't have right, any secrets. Right, right. Virginia, the way they play defense, a lot of people are not used to right. facing that. So it really, I think, does give Virginia an advantage in the tournament uh uh, because of the way they play defense, and they, they, you know, it's just they take care of ball security. Well, they haven't been that, making turnovers. Well, that was the one thing Frank brings. That was the one thing they didn't do against Duke. Against Duke, yeah. and through some lazy passes, didn't step back to the ball, and it those six or seven steals that Duke had were the difference. Yeah, no they question about it. Well, let's 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 all break. correctable. Let's all let's talk about the NCA bracket real quick. All right, all right. So, uh, first, Virginia is a four seed up in the uh, South region. It's interesting. Alabama's up there, and I I think that's very controversial. Uh, we're not going to go into that right now. NC State will will face Creighton. Uh, State is an eleven seed. Um, everybody thinks Creighton's all this, but they have twelve losses. I personally think State is going to have an opportunity there to do their thing and 
erase the embarrassment of losing that game uh, against Clemson. I think I think this is a chance for Kevin Keats and the Wolfies uh, to do that. Now Duke is down there against Oral Roberts. Uh, everybody's talking about Oral Roberts and thirty wins today. Duke is going to trample them. Yep. Duke has won nine in a row. They are they're not even going to lo- look down the court during warmups. Uh, uh, let's let's look at the other side. Pittsburgh's got to play in the play-in game, and that's they were dissed right there. Mississippi State uh, is an 11 seed. Uh, we'll see what happens with Pittsburgh. I, personally, I think Pittsburgh is probably going to be a little angry having to play in the play-in game, and I think you might see the Panthers really open up some a can of you know what. Uh, Miami is going to play Drake, and everybody was talking about Drake today on the radio everywhere. Mommy has got players, including the ACC Player of the Year in Wong. Well, the key there is uh, will the Omir kid be yeah. healthy enough to play because it, it makes a big difference if he's not in the game. I don't yeah. disagree well, with that. I, I would think Saturday morning there's 32 teams left, right? Yeah. I, I, would, I would suspect all five ACC schools are playing on, on this weekend. Uh, I would be shocked if any of those five lost. I think it's a big – I think they've all been dissed. To a certain extent, so I think they need to, to play that in their favor. Some teams didn't have a, you know, a real good uh, weekend, but Miami. What, what did Duke beat them by? What wasn't that many? So you know, you know I think uh, Miami's a good bet. Obviously, Duke. I think Virginia. You know, Pitt plays Iowa State. Iowa State is 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 pretty tough, but uh, certainly Pitt can win that game. And um, but that's on the week. I mean, uh, you, know, you know, yeah, you know, N- so, NC State against Creighton. Certainly, N- NC State. You know, they were a funny team on on a given night. If those guards are making are making yep. shots, they're almost unbeatable. But as, as Frank said, in the ACC tournament, they look terrific against the Hokies, and then the next night they lay an egg against Clemson. Now Casey Morcel can play some defense, and those two dynamic scoring guards for NC State, I think they're going to come to play. In this first game, but they had the one kid who got hurt in Greensboro too, so I can't remember his name. But he's right. he's their foreman, yeah, Gann, and, Gant got and hurt. he 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 helps on the glass defensively, so it would really help them if he's able uh, able to go. All right, we got to head to break here. I didn't hear any music because Linnell is too busy having fun with his headphones. But I think we're he's gonna... so into what we're saying, he just forgot. I mean, this, to... this is fascinating stuff. You know, we got the the, the genius here, Mr. Gates, who could break down the bracket like nobody else. And you you got to love Hush. Here we go, Deep Purple. All right. Uh, as we go to break here, on the other side, we got to, got Dr. Jody Smith of Ortho, Virginia, joining us. We're going to talk a little bit about Ben Vanderplaat and his broken bone in his hand, as well as Peyton Cormier, the lacrosse star, wearing a boot over the week. Uh, stay with us. Who's Talking continues in just a few minutes. Canal Capital Management is a fully integrated wealth planning firm whose singular focus is on growing and in protecting the wealth of their clients. Canal's unique approach provides an array of services, including investment management, tax and financial planning, real estate management, business consulting, and family office services. Canal Capital Management and former UVA kicker Noah Greenbaum are proud supporters of Who's Talking. Canal was built for a single purpose, to provide clients with a simple, understandable process to grow, protect, and eventually transfer their wealth. 
It's always Friday at TGI Fridays, and now it's always happy hour. All day, every day at all four of our Richmond locations with $4 cocktails and $2 Miller Lite drafts. All day, every day at TGI Fridays. Enjoy wings cooked to perfection in your choice of sauces, whiskey glaze, Frank's Red Hot Buffalo, garlic parm, apple butter barbecue, and many more. Join us every Sunday at the West Broad location for every pro football game. And cheer on your favorite team with all day happy hour only at TGI Fridays. Delivery available at Fridays.com. Ortho Virginia is now introducing the newest doctor, Dr. Owusu Achao, but his patients know him as Dr. O. Dr. O is an orthopedic surgeon specializing in sports-related injuries with Ortho Virginia. Dr. O practices locally in Richmond at our Schrader Road office, as well as Prince George. He performs minimally invasive repairs of the knee and hip, especially ACL surgery and hip labral repairs. Excellent team-based sports medicine care has the power to level the playing field and uplift communities. At Ortho Virginia, we are passionate about getting you back in the game. The mission is clear at the Faison Center to give children and adults with autism and related challenges the best opportunity to improve their life's journey through evidence-based practice. Their mission across the lifespan is accomplished through specific programs designed to meet the needs of families at different points in their lives. The Faison School, the Faison Behavioral Health Clinic, and Faison Adult Services. To learn more, go to FaisonCenter.org and consider making an online gift. Or call the Faison Center at 804-612-1947. Jeff McDonald & Associates is a personal injury and workers' compensation law firm based out of Richmond, Virginia. For over 25 years, our attorneys at Jeff McDonald & Associates have been standing up to big insurance bullies for our clients. With our no-fee guarantee, you will owe us nothing until you have won your case. If you or a loved one has suffered an injury or been wronged, just call the Yates, 804-888-8888. Thank you to all Virginia Athletic Foundation members for your support of Virginia Athletics. This is Brennan Armstrong, quarterback for your Virginia Cavaliers. Your contributions help our team excel in the classroom, competition, and in the community. Go Hoos. Hi, I'm Tony Elliott. I encourage you to support our efforts to build the model program by becoming a member of the Virginia Athletics Foundation today. To make a difference in the lives of UVA student-athletes, call the Virginia Athletics Foundation at 434-982-5555 or visit virginiaathleticsfoundation.com. At Kelleher, we have been serving the Metro Richmond area for over 50 years. We specialize in train heating and cooling products in addition to serving all your heating, cooling, plumbing, electrical generator, and heating oil needs. With a fourth generation now in the business, Kelleher's team has the depth you can bet on for years to come. It's hard to stop a train, and it's hard to stop the Kelleher team. Orange and blue serving you since 1968. In 1984, Charles McDaniel capped off his third straight season, leading UVA in tackles and was named first team All-ACC. McDaniel has continued a legacy with a career of a different approach, helping move individuals and companies with ease. Since 2005, McDaniel has served as the CEO of Hildrup, one of the most acclaimed moving companies in the U.S. Whether moving near or far, Hildrup will show you why they are the best moving services company. Next time you need help moving, go to Hildrup.com. The only way to get closer to the Cavaliers is to make the team. This is Who's Talking with Frank Maloney and Jim Hobbo Hobgood on the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan and now on 105.1 FM.
Well, 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 we're back. And uh, we didn't get a chance to say welcome, ACC and UVA fans, at the beginning of the show, so I'm doing it now. Um, we are waiting for a call from uh, Dr. Jody Smith. I suspect he must be with a patient because we're on earlier tonight than usual. Normally, yeah, that, that's normally good. be 623. Maybe he's still working with a patient. Very, very valid point there, Mr. Maloney. Well, you know, that's but, that's me. Valid. But it is it is the uh, NCAA tournament edition, so we got plenty to talk about as far as hoops is concerned. Uh, so anything we, else jump out at you, uh, Terry, as you look at the bracket? While he looks at the bracket, I'm going to throw this real quick. Go ahead. So while we were in um, Greensboro, Habo and I, uh, on Press Row, we were hearing rumors on Wednesday that Ben Vanderplaw had broken his wrist, his arm, all kinds of things. Then gradually we did get news, I think, was that Thursday morning? Uh, well, I heard it first from our engineer, Vicente. Uh, he, but he, he just heard, that was a rumor that he, he heard. He, he didn't, got a text from somebody. He didn't have any somebody. news. He no, didn't have any news. It wasn't official. Let's yeah, put that, it that way. It was something online or something. But we, we finally did hear, um, I think, the afternoon of a Thursday show, we got the scoop that uh, it was finally reported that he'd broken a bone in his hand. Well, they so, had to release it by then because they were about to take the floor at 7 o'clock on Thursday night. So right. Everybody was going to find out soon enough. They were going to see which players came out and dressed and ready to take warm-ups. But uh, anyway, um, it turned out that uh, Tony and his staff had made good decisions to get uh, the you know Shedrick and uh, uh Caffaro on the court in those last couple of games. So they were ready to go. And well, the interesting thing, and we can bring Terry in on this too, you know, Caffaro and Shedrick were almost going to have to play against Carolina and Duke anyway because they're so big, you know, that it really would have put us at a disadvantage not to have yeah, I always large that, post guys. That, that smaller lineup was effective, but it was kind of pigeonholing you when you got to the tournament or when you got to play Duke in the, in the ACC tournament final. You know, you, you're going to need some big guys. I don't think I don't think Vanderplas can can play 35 minutes guarding, uh, you know, Flipkowski. Well, you probably know that firsthand. Going back to your playing days, you probably matched up against some guys that were pretty big and physical as well. Well, I didn't want to do 40 minutes of it. <laughs> you <know? laughs> well, you know, it, it, it helps, and I, I I just thought that 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 Friday night that they were excited, they were, you know, that that. Three more kids got to play more meaningful minutes, and they had played you know minutes throughout the whole year. So I just thought you know the rotation was expanded a little bit. Unfortunately, Ben has to sit. Now you're in eight. You know, eight guys are playing. I don't know. I, I still like that. I think what this tournament does is allow them. You get through this first weekend, and and you're playing a little bit different team. But I think it gives you a little more upside than it did with a, with a smaller lineup. No, and uh, you know Frank was saying earlier. I, I I was thinking, and I really haven't taken a look at the Furman situation, but normally I was thinking Southern Conference team they're going to shoot a lot of threes. Frank says that may not necessarily be the case, which I think would be an advantage for Virginia. I think Virginia, when they've had problems in some of these first round games, it's because teams like UMBC start lighting it up from the perimeter, and uh, that pack line defense sometimes doesn't get out on the three to defend it as quickly as they should. Yeah, well, cl- clearly Furman, just so you guys know, Furman shoots a very high percentage, and uh, most, of the, most of their field goal attempts are for two. 
So well, that's, I think I that think plays right to Virginia's yeah. strength. I think so, yeah. But, uh, Terry, you were going to say something. I'm sorry. Well, it, it all comes down to scoring. I mean, I, I think the first time Furman sees, experiences Virginia's defense, they're going to go, wait a minute, this is a little bit different. So it, it's all about us continuing that. But also erase the tapes from the Duke offensive game and go out and have some fun. Well, you know, the good news about the NCAA tournament, everybody starts 0-0. Right. So you can kind of put everything behind you in the past and, and really focus on the tournament itself. And obviously, from a defensive standpoint against uh, North Carolina and Clemson, we got some transition baskets off the defense right. making steals, getting and, and that really helps this team. You know, uh, if you're trying to get 65 or 70 points in the game in order to right. win, if, if we get 65 or 70, we're probably going to win most games. Right, and there was nothing easy against Duke. Absolutely nothing. And I think I, you have to give Duke a lot of credit for that team stepped up. That probably was their best game of the year. It couldn't come out a better time for them with the you know, <laughs> national audience. And um, now and it's, it's, it's reset. Yep. Get your eight guys together and go play. You know, Armand Franklin spoke after the Duke game in the locker room about having short memory and move on. Have a short memory and move on. It was it was not Virginia's best day, obviously. They shot end up shooting 32-33% from the field. Not what you need to win an ACC championship. <clears throat> but you got to remember uh, Virginia had a great season, um 25-26 wins. This team is built, I think, for the NCAs, and I think a lot of the teams they're going to face coming forward. Well, I think the way Tony are in for a shock. The way most NCAA tournament games, the the pace slows down because of the magnitude of the game. So Tony's fewer possession game is a good model to go into the tournament. But I think that the way to play Virginia was shown by Duke, and that is force Virginia to make perimeter shots. Right. Well, they took and them too. Well, yeah. they also took, took away the lane. Well, that's why you're forced to, forced yeah. to yeah. shoot from the perimeter. All right, we're headed to break. We come back on the other side. We got Chris Wright of the Saber, good friend and supporter of the program, and really a partner uh, overall these years. Stay with us. Hello, this is Kevin Lang with Town Bank. As a proud graduate of EBA, I know talent gets you on the field, but it's attitude and effort that keeps you there. That's how we play at Town Bank. Local bankers, local decisions, team players. It's what you can count on from Town Bank. Serving others and enriching lives. Town Bank is a proud supporter of UVA Sports. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. The mission is clear at the Faison Center, to give children and adults with autism and related challenges the best opportunity to improve their life's journey through evidence-based practice. Their mission across the lifespan is accomplished through specific programs designed to meet the needs of families at different points in their lives. The Faison School, the Faison Behavioral Health Clinic, and Faison Adult Services. To learn more, go to FaisonCenter.org and consider making an online gift. Or call the Faison Center at 804-612-1947. Hi, I'm Dr. Bob Call for Clinical Research Partners. With all the crazy new infections going on these days like Lyme, COVID, flu, and monkeypox, we need newer and better medicines to stay healthy. Clinical trials are the only way that happens. Clinical Research Partners is now testing new vaccines for flu, COVID, and more. We need you. Come in and be in one of our studies now. Find us at clinicalresearchrva.com. 
Thank you to all Virginia Athletic Foundation members for your support of Virginia Athletics. This is Brennan Armstrong, quarterback for your Virginia Cavaliers. Your contributions help our team excel in the classroom, competition, and in the community. Go Hoos! Hi, I'm Tony Elliott. I encourage you to support our efforts to build the model program by becoming a member of the Virginia Athletics Foundation today. To make a difference in the lives of UVA student-athletes, call the Virginia Athletics Foundation at 434-982-5555 or visit virginiaathleticsfoundation.com. It's your number one online source as a Virginia fan. TheSaber.com gives you the best access to Virginia football. Throws down the middle of the field. It's caught. Keon Johnson reaches Men's it. basketball. Cavaliers having to face the noise. Parentes fires from three and hits another dagger. And recruiting. You know, with UVA, I know he made a visit to Charlottesville last month. Plus, don't forget about the informative articles and, of course, the message boards. The online source for the serious Wahoo fan. TheSaber.com. It's always Friday at TGI Fridays, and now it's always happy hour. All day, every day at all four of our Richmond locations with $4 cocktails and $2 Miller Lite drafts. All day, every day at TGI Fridays. Enjoy wings cooked to perfection in your choice of sauces, whiskey glaze, Frank's Red Hot Buffalo, garlic parm, apple butter barbecue, and many more. Join us every Sunday at the West Pride location for every pro football game. And cheer on your favorite team with all day happy hour only at TGI Fridays. Delivery available at Fridays.com. Mitchell Endoscopy Center is a full-service gastroenterology practice specializing in colon cancer screening. All procedures are performed by a physician in our state-of-the-art endoscopy center under monitored propofol sedation. New recommendations for colon cancer screening start at age 45. Cancer screening should be a regular part of your life. Screening tests help find cancer early. Come visit us at MitchellEndoscopyCenter.com or call 804-282-3114 to schedule your screening colonoscopy now. Hi, this is Boyd Rawls. I'm an orthopedic hand surgeon specializing in hand, wrist, and elbow injuries. I'm a diehard Wahoo who completed nearly all of my training at the University of Virginia. Ortho Virginia is the largest multi-specialty orthopedic practice in Virginia. We have offices in Richmond, Lynchburg, Northern Virginia, and Virginia Beach. Our dedicated certified hand therapists will work hard to speed your recovery. For more information, please visit our website, orthovirginia.com. Nobody covers the Wahoos quite like these two. It's Who's Talking with Frank Maloney and Jim Hobo-Hobga on the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan and now on 105.1 FM. Hey, welcome back. Who's Talking? Uh, Frank and Hobo in studio. And we also have our friend Terry Gates, former Virginia player, former radio analyst for 10 years, as I recall. Uh, he knows basketball, knows the who's. And uh, another person that really fits into that category is Chris Wright uh, of the Sabre, which uh, has been one of our sponsors from day one. Uh, Chris is on the line. Chris, uh, welcome. Thank you for joining us this afternoon or early this evening. Thanks for having me and all this esteemed company. Hey, <laughs> yeah, well, I don't, I don't know how esteemed it is. I tell you what, Frank uh, made reference to it. I'm sure you've probably already done a little scouting on Furman. Uh, what what have you discovered about the uh, Purple Paladins? I think uh, in terms of just general off-the-top stuff, that they drew inspiration from Virginia's comeback story, I thought was interesting. You know, Coach Ritchie mentioned that whole, you know, ticket – that adversity buys you to somewhere you could never have gotten otherwise. Well, right. Furman lost on a buzzer beater last year that 
kept them out of the NCAA tournament. <laughs> um, and so they've kind of used that story as part of their their comeback this year to make the tournament for the first time since 1980. So I thought that was interesting. In terms of like tape or like interesting stuff, both teams really pass the ball well, right? They're both top 30 in assisting on teammates' baskets. So that's something that, that I have my eye on for this matchup is which team does the best job of that against each other. Virginia's much better at preventing assists than Furman is. Right, so Furman uh, uh, is going to have the work cut out for them. I think defensively, we'll see how Virginia handles them. I'm not. Well, I'm not. Believe it or not, I'm not terribly worried. I think you're going to see an excellent performance from Virginia in this game. I think they they will have a short memory and practice hard this week. They didn't get to play in the NCAA last year and the tournament, and so I think all the players in this team, led by Gardner, Franklin, Clark, and the rest. They're going to be fired up to play, and they're going to they're going to play beautifully together. And I I, I anticipate that they're going to show the rest of the uh, NCA uh, world that they mean business. Yeah, Gardner's fascinating to me, and, and Franklin a little bit too, but Jaden Gardner specifically because he was so good um, at East Carolina, and then chose to sacrifice some individual numbers to try to make it to the tournament. And then now here Virginia is, and he gets a chance to do that. And these are the types of teams he really. Has, has performed well against over his career, both here and at East Carolina. So uh, I'm interested just to see how he does. They don't have as much size and physicality to bother him um, as an undersized post. So, you know, he has an opportunity here to to make hay, as they say, uh, out in the country, right? Um, yes. Against this particular team, we'll see. You know, uh, he had such a great game against Clemson. I mean, almost a perfect game as a small forward playing down low. He just... He got all the shots he wanted. He made almost all of them. He had a hell of a, a game. How, about, how many points do you have against Clemson? Uh, Twenty-three and twelve. And that's man, that's that's cranking it up because it's not like he's taking twenty shots. No, ten for fifteen. So ten that, of fifteen. Yeah, that's that. pretty darn good. And um, he, as, as the announcers say repeatedly, he's got uh, the mid-range game uh, down pat. Although, again, against Duke, he missed a couple of shots that you normally expect him to make. But I think the key that Chris just said is the size differential, you know, from a Furman perspective. Uh, I think Gardner will find Thursday uh, much more to his liking than he did Duke. All right, let's, let's make the assumption that Virginia prevails against the Paladins and they advance down there Orlando, and they'll most likely play San Diego State. Chris, I've seen San Diego, San Diego State in recent years, and they like to get up and down the floor. It's, it's almost like the basketball is a hot potato. What do you think? You know, I'm, I'm not sure that either team should feel super great about just skipping over <laughs> right, the opponent, because College of Charleston is going to be a handful, too. Um, yep. But if, if these two teams match up, if the favorites prevail, I actually don't think it'll be an up-and-down game. You know, San Diego State does it selectively, kind of like Virginia does. Okay. Um, it, it'll be interesting to see if, you know, it's, it's an up-tempo game at all because I think they're both okay with kind of settling in and doing what they have to do in the half court. The, the interesting part for me always in these pods is, is does the other team like to run a lot? Furman's kind of middle of the pack on that. San Diego State's probably, you know, bottom third in terms of uh, possessions per game. And then how, much, how many threes do they shoot, right? Like, that's the other thing. So, yes. Furman shoots a lot. They're 13th in the country in terms of how many threes they attempt uh, per, per game or per possession. So, those are the things I look at. San Diego State, I think, would be a defensive slog if, if that's the, the game that comes through. Interesting. I, well, I mean, we're just going by the seating there. 
as much as anything. I have not had a chance to go back and do a whole lot of research on San Diego State when we just got back from Greensboro. And, uh, man, I tell you, I, I was I felt pretty much worn out. I mean, uh, that's that's quite an adventure down there with all the activity. But uh, Well, San Diego State and College of Charleston are one of those classic 5-12 matchups, and uh, it seems like every year uh, a couple of the f- uh, 12s beat the 5s. Well, and, and certainly College of Charleston sitting at 31-3 and yeah. has had a heck of a year. If you won 31 games, I don't think you're scared of anybody. Absolutely not. <laughs> well, the St. Mary's VCU is another classic 5-12 yeah, game. And, right. and I heard a lot of people on the radio today as I was – traveling through the great state of Virginia, uh, picking VCU. And, you know, I've seen St. Mary's on TV some this year as well as VCU. And uh, St. Mary's gave uh, Gonzaga some trouble in one of those games, not a lot in the other. Well, not um, to get into VCU. I think one of the reasons VCU's good in the tournament is they play a 94-foot game, which many most teams don't do that anymore so they're they're a little bit of a different look i think the one solid 512 game is duke oral roberts if you're filling out your bracket put in the dukies on that one i think duke will will hold serve against oral roberts and i'm not even sure what their nickname is they're going to get annoyed with the committee for putting vcu and st mary's against each other yes when you put mid-majors against each other i know that's just how the seeds worked out it just annoys me well at least one mid-major is going to win in that game, can, can you see Shire years from now saying they made us a five seed after we won the ACC term? He's going to do that same thing as as Coach K did when Virginia beat him by like forty points. Well, that's what yeah. you said earlier. A little bit of disrespect for oh, the ACC is. this year. It is no question. Now, Jody Smith just texted. I think we're going to be able to get him on here in the last segment tonight. All right, final thoughts, Chris, just in terms of what you've observed in the brackets, and what are Virginia's chances? I mean, they ultimately could end up playing either Arizona or Alabama. Um, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I think the region is interesting. You know, Virginia and NC State are both in that region. Our, our old pals at Maryland are in this region, right? So yep. there have to be some upsets for those those opponents to come up, and obviously Virginia would have to come through, but some really familiar names in this particular area. The, the other thing that jumped out to me is Virginia's in Orlando. And Kihei Clark, this is his last ride. This is also where London Peranta's his team got sent. Um, I'm just hoping that Kihei uh, gets to last a weekend longer, right? So that, that year that London's team bowed out early in Orlando was that blowout against Florida, and it just stunk as Virginia fans, right? It was like, man, that's not the way we wanted to see you go out of all people. I feel the same way about Kihei Clark. I, I hope they have a really good weekend. You know, and I just noticed this, and we got to let you go. But if they if they do get through this first weekend, the regional where do they go? Where do they go? Where do they go? Where do they go? Louisville, Louisville, uh, a, a place where uh, that was where the Purdue re- game was, right? Yeah, I had to get had my yeah. brother clean my sheets. Yeah, so uh, but it's an arena they're very familiar with and have had some success in the past. Not not this team, but certainly their predecessors. So that that'll be interesting. But at any rate, Chris, uh, we really appreciate your support over the years. Uh, appreciate your joining us for a few minutes tonight, and uh, enjoy the tournament. But as they say, uh, the fun's in winning. We we have to win to and really enjoy it. And uh, Chris, I know this is a, an exciting time on the Saber. Uh, is traffic uh, starting to uh, pick up some steam? Yeah, this time of year is always high traffic, right? Virginia fans kind of live for this because it, it's been a consistent part of the Tony Bennett era. So. Yeah, definitely people are excited. 
All right, there's the music. That tells us we got about 20, 30 seconds. Uh, we want to thank uh, our good friend Chris Wright of the Sabre. And if you've never been on the Sabre, wake up, climb out from under your rock, and, and start start uh, learning more and more about Virginia athletics. Uh, Chris and his staff always do a great job, and uh, we thank him as always. All right. Uh, in the next segment, we're going to have actually Jody Smith helping us wrap up in the fourth segment. Stay with us. Who's Talking continues in a few. It's always Friday at TGI Fridays, and now it's always happy hour. All day, every day at all four of our Richmond locations with $4 cocktails and $2 Miller Light drafts. All day, every day at TGI Fridays. Enjoy wings cooked to perfection in your choice of sauces. Whiskey glaze, Frank's Red Hot Buffalo, garlic parm, apple butter barbecue, and many more. Join us every Sunday at the West Broad location for every pro football game. And cheer on your favorite team with all day happy hour only at TGI Fridays. Delivery available at Fridays.com. Orthover. Virginia is now introducing the newest doctor, Dr. Owusu Achao, but his patients know him as Dr. O. Dr. O is an orthopedic surgeon specializing in sports-related injuries with Ortho Virginia. Dr. O practices locally in Richmond at our Schrader Road office, as well as Prince George. He performs minimally invasive repairs of the knee and hip, especially ACL surgery and hip labral repairs. Excellent team-based sports medicine care has the power to level the playing field and uplift communities. At Ortho Virginia, we are passionate about getting you back in the game. Maxwell Associates is a full-service accounting and business advisory firm with a large focus on business sales for Main Street and lower middle market businesses. With three offices in Richmond and a team of CPAs and enrolled agents, Maxwell & Associates offers tax prep services, bookkeeping, payroll services, along with full-service business brokerage offerings, including succession and growth planning, mergers and acquisitions, and post-business sale consulting. Call 804-200-8442 to speak to Jim. Hello, this is Kevin Lang with Town Bank. As a proud graduate of EBA, I know talent gets you on the field, but it's attitude and effort that keeps you there. That's how we play at Town Bank. Local bankers, local decisions, team players. It's what you can count on from Town Bank. Serving others and enriching lives. Town Bank is a proud supporter of UVA Sports. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Mitchell Endoscopy Center is a full-service gastroenterology practice specializing in colon cancer screening. All procedures are performed by a physician in our state-of-the-art endoscopy center under monitored propofol sedation. New recommendations for colon cancer screening start at age 45. Cancer screening should be a regular part of your life. Screening tests help find cancer early. Come visit us at MitchellEndoscopyCenter.com or call 804-282-3114 to schedule your screening colonoscopy now. Charles McDaniel, starting UVA linebacker from 82 to 85, set a record with 130 tackles. Now McDaniel is the president of Hildrup Moving and Storage, an agent for United Van Lines. The same discipline McDaniel showed on the field is now seen through his leadership at Hildrup. Whether you're moving your home, company, or employees, Hildrup is committed to helping you get to your next destination with ease. Their game plan, to be the best moving services company, period. Next time you need help moving, call Hildrup at 800 800- Do you suffer from allergies? Are you tired of feeling tired? Are you getting sinus infection after sinus infection? You may even have eczema or asthma. Come to Richmond Allergy and Asthma Specialists and find out what's causing your symptoms. Remember, if you're trying to put out a fire, stop pouring gas on it. Come to Richmond Allergy and Asthma Specialists today. You can find us at richmondallergy.com.
Canal Capital Management is a fully integrated wealth planning firm whose singular focus is on growing and in protecting the wealth of their clients. Canal's unique approach provides an array of services, including investment management, tax and financial planning, real estate management, business consulting, and family office services. Canal Capital Management and former UVA kicker Noah Greenbaum are proud supporters of Who's Talking. Canal was built for a single purpose, to provide clients with a simple, understandable process to grow, protect, and eventually transfer their wealth. Bringing you the latest with all things UVA athletics. It's Who's Talking with Frank Maloney and Jim Hobble-Hobgood on the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan and now on 105.1 FM. All right, welcome back. Uh, who's talking? Frank Hobbo and Terry Gates in studio. Uh, we just want to quickly talk about next week's show. We're going to be back at the normal time of 6 p.m. Uh, we've reached out to Lowe Davis uh, for some more conversation about uh, cab futures. We've also reached out to Carla Williams. We've never had Carla on the show, so we're, we're definitely planning on having her uh, before the season is over here in the next several weeks. And also baseball coach Brian O'Connor, they won the series at North Carolina. They did finally take their first loss, but they're 14-1 and coming home uh, with a game tomorrow at 4 against GW. So back at uh, Davenport Field tomorrow afternoon on a, what will be a chilly day for baseball. You know, Cavalier baseball uh, has a long history of success. Thankfully, Virginia has uh, head coach Brian O'Connor. He is an outstanding individual and um, a fantastic coach. All right, we've got our good friend, Dr. Jody Smith, with us of Ortho Virginia fame. And Jody, uh, you know, we found out very late uh, in the process down in Greensboro that Ben Vanderplaw had broken his hand. There had been rumors that he'd broken his arm, his wrist, you know, and then we finally got that final word before the, the Cavs went on the court for shoot-around and all that. Um, he's not going to be able to play uh, anytime soon. Any thoughts on his injury? And uh, we heard a lot of people say, how do you break your hand? <laughs> and I said, well, obviously you never played a contact sport like basketball because people collide and, you know, it's people fall on well, the Well, you floor. heard me say I never played hard enough in practice to get hurt. That's, that's, what, I... <laughs> that's what I heard. <laughs> we, we heard stories like that. All right. Anyway, Jody, Jody what do you think? Uh, very unfortunate, obviously, a non-contact. It was a non-contact drill. It was a closeout drill. Um, it was a similar fracture. I don't know if you probably remember Joe Harris broke his hand. I don't know if he a Carolina game in his junior year. And it was similar, except he broke a hand, one of the bones in the middle of the hand, and so he could play in a brace. But the one that Vanderplas broke on the outside of the hand and left stable and needed an operation to fix it. Mm. Um, and it sounds like he was closing out on a three, and a guy followed through and hit him and then just the right way and, and cracked it. So kind of the, the classic UVA end-of-the-season broken bone mm. a la, uh, a la uh, Justin Anderson, a la... Uh, DeAndre uh, Hunter. Uh, DeAndre Hunter. Um, and hopefully you know, hopefully not, not, not as uh, drastic of a fall-off, although we could, sure could have used Banner Plus against Duke on, on Saturday night. So uh, we've also learned this past week... Um, Cavaliers went up to Baltimore and beat Hopkins and um, reclaimed the uh, or continued to maintain ownership of the Dual Smith Cup. Uh, Peyton Cormier, the outstanding MIDI, um, got hurt. And uh, apparently before that game, and he was in a boot, and then he didn't play against Towson on Saturday. He was in a boot, 
And I'm just wondering if you've been hearing anything on Cormier through any of your colleagues or anyone else. It sounds like he was on crutches for the Hopkins game yes. and then was off crutches off crutches uh, um, for the Towson game. So progress. Um, you know, I, I don't have any insider information, but general, that's either a bad ankle sprain uh, or a broken foot or ankle bone. The fact that he got him, got him off of his crutches pretty quickly is an optimistic sign, but, you know, that can be anything from, you know, two to six weeks. Um, so we'll have to kind of pay attention to that and see what happens. If you see him out of the boot, it's a, a positive sign that it was more of a sprain and he'll be back sooner. The longer that boot stays on, the more concerning it is for a broken bone. You know, Jody, uh, we we know you're a doctor, uh, but you're really a basketball coach. What do you what do you think about the who's chances uh, against Furman on thirty uh, Thursday, and then uh, maybe on Saturday against either San Diego State or College of Charleston? I, I always like us when teams have short time to prepare. So game two never worries me as much as the first one. It sounds like Furman is one of those teams that shoots the three and then likes to drive. And my only concern is. We have been really susceptible for that straight line drive. I've never, I haven't seen Furman play, but if that's their game, it worries me a lot more. I think offensively we'll get what we want, particularly with Gardner in the post. But uh, you got to make your shots, so I guess we'll have to see. I told you he was a coach at heart. Yeah, yes, <laughs> jo- Jody. I was going to say that uh, the Cormier situation um, is not as uh, challenging for Lars Tiffany, the head coach as the situation for the basketball team and Tony Bennett because Patrick McIntosh, his backup, who has been living in the shadows of Cormier for a year and a half or so, his first start ever as a Cav against Hopkins, seven shots, six goals. And let me tell you something, in lacrosse... That's a pretty good percentage. That'll pretty much get you invited back every week. But uh, Jody... uh, just over your overall thoughts in terms of the Cavalier basketball team, we know that Beekman has had that hyperextended knee hamstring issue, and there was some chatter about that during the Duke game. Yeah, it looked like he might have tweaked it yeah. a little bit. Did you think that, yeah, Jody? I was worried. Look, he landed really awkwardly on that breakaway layup. It looked like he thought he was going to have contact, and he did. And then when he came down, his feet got underneath him. But, you know, he had a couple explosive plays, including a dunk after that. And so I, he seems to be close to back. Um, to where he was, he looked so good uh, in the game against uh, Carolina uh, and Clemson that I I have to think that he's you know close to back. I mean, really, I think still it's going to come down to making shots. I mean, earlier in the season we really shot the ball well from outside. Recently, we haven't done that. And you know, if you you know that that was the big issue against Duke. Honestly, now part of that state they challenged every shot, and their length makes every shot a contested shot, but. You know, we held them. I mean, it wasn't like they beat us eighty to twenty. I mean, it was a it was a close basketball game that got close at the end. And if we'd made more baskets, if Kihei does anything, you know, you know that that three point deficit or five point deficit is a two point deficit at the end. So um, yeah, we just got to score. Well, I agree. Yeah, it's a simple game. You got to put the ball in the basket. But Jody, we thank you for your time and uh, your support, not only this year but for all fourteen years. And we'll talk to you soon. All right, guys, take care. Thank you, Jody. All right. All right, Dr. Jody Smith. And, In the uh, final minutes of tonight's broadcast, Pablo, let's, let's get, let's uh, get uh, Terry Mr. Gates' Gates's opinion here. Well, I think Jody's a very smart individual. I know. Forty In Kentucky, 48 don't get it done, okay? And it, yeah. it, it won't get it done from this point forward. And but, I, I'm not worried about that. Yeah. I, I, I think they just came across a team 
that was red hot, and they had an easier game going into the finals. They didn't have to yep. face Carolina. Virginia beat Carolina. It's hard to beat Carolina and Duke in the same ACC tournament. Well, in recent games, Kihei and Reese have both taken the ball to the rim, and and Duke is so big, it was hard to do that. Yeah, when we're going north-south, getting to the basket, the offense is easy. When we don't get any penetration and and do ball-testing dribbles and pass it around, we're not going to beat anybody. We've got to be aggressive and go to the basket. Yeah, right. nothing else. Get to the free throw line and and right. make right. make free throws. All right. Well, uh, if everything goes well, uh, the Cavaliers uh, could could end up facing Alabama. Um, it's interesting. I see Louisville. Uh, you know, is in that that final weekend. Have you thought about that, Mr. Gates? I see it. <laughs> yeah, that's the Sweet 16. He's yeah. 64. It's like, it's Terry's like, thinking bourbon. He's it's thinking like 80 bourbon. miles on 64, And, I think, and that game like would be Friday, the Friday the 24th uh, of March, if we advance to the Sweet 16. And hopefully next Monday's show will be what we entitle the Sweet 16 version of Who's Talking. Well, let's hope so. We're not, we're not overly confident. I'm, I'm confident they'll beat Furman. All right, Hobo. Final think, thoughts. Hurry. No. No, I, I, I hope it's going to be a great weekend for the Who's. Uh, watch early, 1240 tip on Thursday, and it's on True TV, of all things. All right, next week we'll be back at 6 p.m. Our regular start time for Who's Talking. We want to thank Terry Gates, Jody Smith, and Chris Wright. Go Who's. Thanks for listening to Who's Talking on the new Sports Radio 910 The Fan. Now at 105.1 FM. Brought to you by Ortho, Virginia, Town Bank of Richmond, TGI Fridays, Clinical Research Partners, Richmond Allergy and Asthma, and Oakley Press.